This is Kramer Financial Talk with Jim Kramer of Kramer Investment Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Jim Kramer provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. So listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Kramer Financial Talk with Jim Kramer. Welcome back to another episode of Kramer Financial Talk. My name is Jim Kramer. If you'd like to hear more information about our show today for listeners in Wisconsin, our Lake Geneva office number is 262-729-4128. For listeners in Illinois, our McHenry office number is 815-331-8096. Feel free to reach out to us on our website, www.kramerinvestmentservices.com, spelled K-R-A-M-E-R. While on our website, you can view the last couple of our podcast shows by clicking on both the media library and radio tabs, subscribers to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify can see all of our past shows. Feel free to reach out to us if you have any questions, if you'd like to schedule a one-on-one face-to-face meeting, or just to talk uh, virtually through our Zoom program. Uh, But feel free to reach out. We are here to help. Our topic today is going to be on the bond market, or rather, the historic bond market downturn. But before we get into that, I'd like to introduce my co-host, Tony Shore. All right. Great to be here with you today, Jim. I I think this is going to be a great show because there's a lot to talk about. There's been a lot happening, especially in the past year or so with the financial markets and everything. And I I know you want to focus in on bonds today, so I'm very interested in that because uh, I want to pick your brain about what in the world has been going on with that. But before I do, I want to say I've had a great holiday season so far. Um, uh, Last week, I had way too much to eat over Thanksgiving, but (laughs) I also ran in a, well, I didn't really run, but I was in a 5K. They call it the turkey trot. Oh, fantastic. So yeah, my wife and I did it with uh, my daughter and her boyfriend, and uh, we did really good. I mean, we walked it. We just kind of did a fast-paced walk. That's fun. I don't know, about 45 minutes. That's great. Uh, for uh, three and a half miles. So for me, that's really good. Yeah. And a lot of hills. You got to understand this isn't a flat one. I could have, I've done it a lot less of flat, but uh, this was all hills. So that's great. It was a workout. Yeah, Even to walk it. We weren't last. Let's put it that way. That's good. Yeah. So, but it was nice. I mean, it was fun. It was to raise money for charity. So that's really good. I I enjoyed that. How about you? How have you been, Jim? It was a great Thanksgiving. Got to watch some football. Uh, Good to catch up with relatives. And um, um, it was a nice, uh, it was a nice four day weekend. Although I did come into the office and do a little bit of work, but for the most part, I didn't think too much of work. When I do that, that's always a good weekend. Well, sure. Yeah. When you... (laughs) Yeah, you don't want to think too much about your job, right? No, no. Uh, outside of work, but you're you're a busy guy. I know you're always working. I mean, you've always got the phone there. You're always talking to clients. So 
Yeah, uh, I know you like to h- take care of things, but it is good to be able to set it aside for a little. Well, bit, it's right? good to have a healthy balance in life and to be able to have other things that you do and, you know, so that it's not so slanted to work. Although this is very important stuff that we we deal with here. And, you know, we want to make sure our clients are well taken care of. Yeah. And educated. And that's why you do this radio show each week. That's why we do a show and a podcast. And I think that uh, it's important uh, to note uh, some of the things that have been going on, including the bond market. I mean, uh, it's been crazy. It used to be, there used to be this thing called the 60-40 uh, oh, plan perfect. where 60% of your money, you've and the, you've mentioned this on the show before, 60% of your money uh, in uh, stocks and 40% in bonds. And that was a good balanced portfolio. Used to be. Perfect timing on this, Tony, because that was actually the first thing I was going to bring up here. Um, for a lot of retirees, people getting close to retirement, the most common stock bond ratio is the 60-40 split, where 60% is in stocks, 40% in bonds. In fact, more people in this country are in the 60-40 split with their 401ks than any other breakdown that you can see out there. So most investors have been hit really bad this year because the 60-40 portfolios did absolutely miserable this year. Uh, on average, the the uh, 60-40 investor has been down 18% this year, which is the worst, just about the Yikes. worst on record. Usually, yeah. usually because you got 40% in bonds, that gives you somewhat of a protection point when the stocks go down historically. So a 60-40 portfolio versus does typically better in a down year as opposed to people that are all in stocks. That is not the case this year. We're finding that these investors did every bit as bad as you saw with the stock market investor that was all stocks. So this is this is reconfiguring what should a, a investor who's looking for safety or somebody coming down from being very risky to wanting to get more balanced. Um, this has usually been a smart strategy as you get close to retirement or in retirement, but this year that completely failed. Well, yeah, it did. And that's the, that's the problem because usually when stocks are down, bonds are up, right? That's right. So the only other period of time where we saw worse losses was in the Great Depression. The 60-40 investor in one year lost 34%. Yikes. In the 2008 financial crisis, the drop was 27%. And this year, it's actually more close to 19% for uh, investors. So we're on an historic pace. This is one of the worst 60-40 years for the the most common investor in the United States. Right. Which is why I assume on past shows, Jim, you've recommended to not have all your money in stocks and bonds, but also have some other alternatives, correct? That's right. Alternative investments, we're going to talk about that. That's front and center this year, there are many alternatives to the traditional stock and bond portfolio that investors need to at least be informed about. Now, whether they decide to go into these types of alternatives is purely up to them. But if their advisor is not bringing that up, I think they're really missing out on some potential ways in which to truly preserve your assets. Sure. And before you get into that, I mean, what happened to the bond market this year? Oh, good question, Tony. So it's really has to deal with the interest rate market. Interest rates really have an effect on bonds. 
So unlike the stock market where other things can come into play, really the bond market is so affected by interest rates. So as the inflation rate has risen and it started to rise last year, we started to see lower returns in the bond market leading up to this year. And then with inflation really going off the rails, the Federal Reserve's decision to push up interest rates through the federal funds rate. That's the only thing that the Federal Reserve can do. That is the rate that banks are charged when they seek to get money from the Federal Reserve. So while people try to get loans from the banks, the banks sometimes need to get money from the Federal Reserve. That's sort of their bank. And so it's a bank among banks. And as those rates rise, it tends to affect interest rates throughout the entire interest rate universe. So you start seeing higher mortgage rates, higher other forms of lending rates. And then we get into bonds. Now it gets a higher rate of return just through the natural order because it, investors are going to be demanding a higher interest rate to combat, combat inflation. Now we're seeing treasury rates up. We're actually seeing bank deposit interest rates up. Um, it's all over the board here. Uh, the good and the bad, though. It's only because inflation is very, very high right now. And that has a terrible effect, absolutely terrible effect on the bond market. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, that helps explain it a bit because I wondered why are we having this historic, I mean, you know, really the third, uh, the third worst in history. You mentioned the Great Depression, then the Great Recession, and then there's 2022. Yeah. So, so uh, <laughs> I mean, not nearly as bad as those two, but still bad. And it, it makes you wonder. But uh, there are positives. This isn't a doom and gloom or to, to scare anyone. This is just the way this year went. Uh, but the really the markets, uh, stocks and bonds are you got to look long term, right? That's right. You know, just a couple other things, though. Stocks are are not in its worst year ever. Bond markets, the bond market is. You know, the yeah. stock market down year over year um, is about down 21 percent, which sounds like a lot. But when you consider the Great Depression, stocks were down in 12 months, a 12 month period, 64 percent. Uh, early 1970s and 2008, there was exactly a 44% drop for investors in those years. And then for us having a year-over-year 21% drop, that sounds like a lot. But in the big scheme of things, historically, it's not. But what is has been the bond market. When we look at the bond market this year, over a 12-month span being down 18%, that is the worst in history. The only others that were somewhat close was in the early 1970s where inflation just went through the roof. We had high oil prices, very similar to what we see today. Plus, we had shortages. They tried to cap the price of oil in the United States. If you remember as a young kid, I know, Tony, you're about the same age as me. Your parents waiting in line just to get oil. Uh, yep. That had a big yep. effect because interest rates had to go up to combat inflation. And that also caused a significant downturn. But that was during the Carter administration. No, it was actually during the, I'm sorry to interrupt. That was during the Nixon administration. Oh, Nixon, yes. But, Nixon. but then it, that, it, it, it the extended. Carter, I was thinking Carter administration because that's the last time I exercised. Was during the Carter. No, you didn't. This, uh, you did the turkey trot. That was your. <laughs> I know. So, Tony, we got to get you into into training. <laughs> I know. I know. 
I'm gonna. I really need it. That uh, turkey try. I need to do that every day. Yes. What I need to do, do is the, walk tur- that. Do far the every do the five k. You know, but by the way, you're walking around. If you get one of those, you have a fitness watch, Tony. I know this. We're oh, yeah. we're sidetracked here. I have an Apple Watch. Good. Yeah, it just tracks how many steps you do. You'd be amazed. Yeah. You could easily do a five k in one day. But yeah, that well, that uh, yeah, that day I did like twelve thousand steps. That that's pretty impressive. Way. That's good. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. back to this. So the bond market, this is huge. This has never, ever happened before. So this leads now to what should you as an investor look for as alternatives? And when we look at alternatives, we have to decide first off, how much of our money should be in more at-risk investments, including stocks, similar risks out there, and how much should be in safety? Now, it's not all everybody should have a portion. Not everyone should have their money in safety. It all depends on circumstances. Certainly, the older you are, the less risk you should take in general terms, but not always. And I think it's always important to meet with a good financial representative. Financial planner can be very, very helpful in that regard to make sure we follow your risk tolerance. You know, how much money are you going to need either eventually in retirement or how much are you taking out now? What's our plan to what could change down the road with withdrawals? The objectives should be established, such as your objective is to make sure you don't run out of money, or you want to minimize taxes over time, or you want to reduce volatility because the drama really affects you, mentally speaking, as you see these types of drops. You know, Meeting with that financial representative can be very, very helpful. But let's say, for example, you're that quintessential 60-40 investor. You're comfortable with that, but you're really disappointed with this year. I want people to know that there's alternatives out there where your money can be placed. And I want to kind of go through those right now with you. That sounds good. Okay. Go for it. All right. So first off, for some of people's money, and this is not for IRA, Roth IRA type of an accounts, there's a treasury I bond out there, which used to pay... Uh, quite a bit. It was up to 9.62% year over year. Now, now that's paying around 6.8%. So it was a big drop of recent to the I-bond offering. Uh, there's also some rules associated with this. You can only put in up to $10,000 per year per person. If you have a trust account that you've established, like an irrevocable, not an irrevocable, but a revocable living trust, which is the most common form of trust. You can also establish a trust account along with yourself. So if you're married, husband and wife, you can essentially put in $30,000 a year. If you have a business account, you can add in another $10,000. The next following year, you can continue to add to it. And 6.8% is a pretty good rate of return in this day and age. Yeah, but that's true. But Uh, There's a couple of things that you have to know about this. In order to get the full rate of return over time, you have to own it for at least five years. And if you pull out prior to the five years, they're going to subtract the last three months of interest. And you have to own it for at least 12 months. In addition, that rate can change every six months. It's based on inflation or they use a formula that includes inflation. And it does look like to me, Tony, that inflation is starting to slow a bit. Uh, we just saw. Yeah, it looks that way. That's the good news. That right is now. that is actually a good thing. So, but for this I bond offer, as inflation drops, it will drop. But once you get in, that rate, which is around six point eight, would be locked in for 
for six months from the first date of which you sign up. You have until April to do this. And then after this, that six-month term is over, by May, they're going to announce what the next rate term would be. And my belief is, although we don't know yet for sure, it's going to continuously drop. So this is one more of a short-term investment. It's still a good deal, but you're, you'll probably want to pull this money out before the five years is up. And you'll lose the last three months of interest. Still a good deal, though, all things considered. Well, yeah, it's it's a huge deal. And I think that it's important to uh, work with somebody like yourself. You don't have to go it alone when it comes to making investment decisions and deciding which path to follow and what you need and where your assets should be allocated, right? Yeah, absolutely. Now, there's another offer through the U.S. government. It's through a treasury bond. The two-year treasury rate is higher than both the five and the 10-year treasury rate, which means that it's an inverted yield curve which is never a good sign. It's usually a bad sign for the economy. Recessions tend to follow when we see this happen. So while we're seeing inflation drop, if we go into a recession where there's higher unemployment, more than likely we'll see inflation drop even further. But while we're seeing higher inflation, we got the two-year treasury rate up to 4.42% year over year as of this morning, which is November 28th of 2022. If you hold it for the full two years, you will get 4.42%. But if we see inflation drop, which which is what we're going to start to see the market value of this investment, which is publicly traded, you can trade this on the market, that will drop as well. And if you want to get out prior to the two years, you'll probably lose your original deposit and lose money on it. So if you're going to do a two-year treasury note, you should do it under the premise of you do not need this money for two years and you're good with a 4.42% inflation or an interest rate on that investment. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, uh, yeah, you really want to make sure that you figure all those calculations and do the math uh, to make sure it's right for you. Uh, but there are, it's good to know there are some, um, vehicles out there to use for safer investments where your principal's protected. That's right. right. So now I'm going to mention three other ones here. We have annuities. Now there are indexed annuities. There are fixed rate annuities. Uh, A person can right now buy a two-year fixed annuity that offers a very comparable rate to the treasury bond. It's government. It can be government backed depending on the state of where you live. It is tax deferred. Uh, It can do very much the same job as what you see with the treasury notes. But then there's also the indexed annuity, which is offering some tremendous deals right now. You know, so if you're a more of a fixed rate investor, you're very sour on the stock market. You can still go into a fixed indexed annuity, which links your returns to the market. But then again, you can also choose a fixed rate. One of the companies I work with is offering a a one year, four and a half percent rate after the one year is over. Assuming the markets are back on track, you can link your returns to the market without the fear of losing money because they'll never give you a negative return. Every year there's a positive gain. A lot of these annuities are giving you all the gain of the particular market indexes that they're giving you access to and where you can get a pretty high rate, especially compared to a lot of fixed rates, including the two-year treasury note and typical fixed rates that you see out there. I know there are also um, CD rates right now that are getting up into the fours. We're starting to see a lot of competition for higher interest rates, but that may come down as inflation comes down. 
There's one other option I want to bring up here. Structured notes. Structured notes are incredibly popular this year. I have never seen so much interest in an investment like this. These are short-term investments. Annuities can be more long-term. Structured notes can be anywhere from 18 months up to three years, depending on the length of term you choose. These are backed by some of the world's wealthiest banks. And they can give you a level of downside protection. In fact, on some of them that we're seeing now, it's ridiculous. They're giving you complete protection from the market loss with upwards of over 20% of the market over an 18-month to two-year span, depending on which one wow, you choose. So the cap is that high, the, the upper cap where you know the ceiling is that high? Yeah, they've really gotten better and better over the course of the year. Now they're starting to slightly slow. So if somebody's interested, boy, this is a perfect time to start looking at structured notes. Um, as we start to see inflation decrease, these structured note offers may be less and less attractive. But during the course of the year, as we saw inflation go higher and higher in the Federal Reserve with their higher interest rate mindset, that really has a lot to do with how banks make money. They can offer their clientele a lot more opportunity uh, that you would not have otherwise seen. Short-term, 18 to 24 months for a 60-40 investor, you can use your IRAs into them, as, as you can with annuities and two-year treasury notes. The I-bond, you can't do that with. A lot of these options can make up for the, the typical 60-40 investor who's really struggled to find out, you know, where can I put my safe money in a place that I can at least preserve my money and even make uh, some returns these structured notes can get very, very fancy in the type of offerings. In fact, they even offered what we call dual directional structured notes, where even if you if the market goes down, you can still make a positive return over the course of that term that you choose, 18 months up to three years. Uh, it can be very, very attractive. And again, not right for everyone. Everybody's situation is different. This is not for me telling everybody this is what you should do. It's all situational. Uh, but all of these different offers can offer very good downside protection. And there's one last option I want to bring up. A lot of people dismiss life insurance as an option for safe money. And for years, I thought the same thing. But there are different types of life insurance offers out there where your principal is completely accessible. That is the money you put into it. It's called a premium in a life insurance contract. You can have that protected and you can have access to that money when you need it with an opportunity for higher potential gains than what you typically will get, even in this day and age with the bank, with what banks offer. Uh, very good options for them. And then if something were to happen to the individual that what we call the insured, it could be the spouse. If there's a husband or wife involved, that spouse would get a tremendous rate of return on their assets tax free if something were to happen. So in that regard, that could also be a good other option. There's a lot of options out there. And so people outside of stocks and bonds, if you're just using stocks and bonds towards your retirement, I would like you to think differently. There are other alternatives. If you're working with a good advisor, that advisor should be bringing these options up to you. Uh, if not, you want to maybe get in there and talk to him or her to see what other options are available. And if you're open to getting a second opinion, that's where our firm can step in and help. We can show you some alternatives to the typical bond investor so that if you're looking for safety for a portion of your money, we do have those other alternatives. Right. 
Yeah, and it's good to know there are all these alternatives out there. And like you said, they, they've made so many improvements, Jim, over even the last five years. I mean, this year, to deal with what's been happening, I know the insurance companies and banks, they really have been uh, upping the ante in what they offer. And I know that you look at all the available options for your clients and pick what best fits their needs. That's right. right. So the with annuities and with structured notes, we're seeing incredible improvements in what they're offering these days. It's really a, an interesting time for safe money, as we call it. Uh, those types of investments can be very safe for an individual and give you very high reward as opposed to a lot of fixed rate options where if the market comes back, you're kind of stuck on neutral because you chose a fixed rate. Like the two-year treasury bond, 4.42% is a good rate, right? But inflation right now is still at 8.2%. So in real terms, you're still losing money. These annuities and structured notes at least give you the chance of beating inflation over time. Yeah, there you go. And that's the idea, especially with the inflation we've had. You want to do as good of a job as you can possibly do in keeping up with inflation uh, with your earnings, with your money. So uh, another great point. Well, you've made some great points today. We're out of time, though. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? No, just if you would like to call us, if you have any questions, would like to schedule a one-on-one -on -one meeting with us. If you're in Wisconsin, feel free to call us, 262-729-4128. And if you're in Illinois, feel free to call us at 815-331-8096. All right. And thank you, Jim. Listeners, that does it for today's episode of Kramer Financial Talk with our host, Jim Kramer. Thank you for listening to Kramer Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jim Kramer at Kramer Investment Services. Call 262-729-4128 or visit them online at KramerFinancialTalk.com. Fee-based planning and investment advisory services are offered by Crayman Investment Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Wisconsin and Illinois. Insurance products and services are offered through Kramer Investment and Insurance Services, Inc. Kramer Investment Services, LLC, and Kramer Investment and Insurance Services, Inc. are affiliated companies. Jim Kramer and Kramer Investment Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.